Hi, I'm Kevin Ross. And this is The Podcast. Superbro57 made the best black quarterback win. First of all, whoever triumphs, it's guaranteed to be the fourth Super Bowl won with an African-American quarterback at the helm. That takes me back to January 31st, 1988. I remember watching the game with my black buddies, all of us in our 20s. We wanted so badly for the Redskins to spank some Bronco butt. You know what I'm saying. All because of a quarterback named Douglas Lee Williams. And we were eating, drinking, yelling, and cheering like crazy in the house. But truth be told, it wasn't about the game. In reality, the game wasn't even close. I mean, after trailing 10-0 at the end of the first quarter, Washington scored 42 unanswered points against Denver, including a record-breaking 35 points in the second quarter. The final score was 42-10. to 10. I mean, it was a blowout. Not only did Williams become the first African-American starting quarterback to win a Super Bowl, the icing on the cake was that he was also named the most valuable player. After the Super Bowl was over, we took the celebration outside, throwing the football around and talking about the significance of what we had just witnessed. The next day, February 1st, kicked off Black History Month. I mentioned this recently to my son, who's now around the same age I was in 1988, how so much history has occurred in his and his brother's lifetime that sometimes you take it for granted. When you think about Barack Obama as president, being an African-American, Kamala Harris, first woman, black, mixed race, vice president, black woman as a Supreme Court Justice Ketanji Brown-Jackson, black mayors of major cities, Eric Adams in New York, or Karen Bass recently in Los Angeles. We've got a governor of Maryland who's black, and we've got U.S. senators, and in music, Beyonce being now the most awarded Grammy-winning artist ever. And then, of course, athletes, sports, whether it's basketball, tennis, or our nation's most watched event, which is football. And it's been football at the quarterback position that was considered the most important. And yet black players trying to achieve that position have historically faced difficulty in landing and retaining the role. And in the past, because of race, they were also substantially underpaid. The first 46 Super Bowls featured just three black quarterbacks. Now, since 2012, seven of 11 Super Bowls will have had at least one. Of course, the first to break through, Williams was the only black quarterback to start a Super Bowl until Steve McNair in 2000. It would take 26 years until Russell Wilson and the Seahawks in 2014 one, and then Patrick Mahomes with the Kansas City Chiefs six years later in 2020. So we've only had three that have won up to date. But when we look at those quarterbacks starting in these positions, Jalen Hurts this year with the Eagles, Mahomes with the Kansas City Chiefs, Cam Newton, Super Bowl 50 with the Carolina Panthers, Russell Wilson with the Seahawks back in Super Bowl 48, Colin Kaepernick, of the 49ers, Super Bowl 47, and Donovan McNabb also with the Eagles back in 2005. Steve McNair, who is deceased, was with the Tennessee Titans with Super Bowl 34. And moving backwards, it was Super Bowl 22 
where Doug Williams was able to make history while also dealing with racism from the fans and even his own coaching staff. I mean, during his tenure with the Buccaneers, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Doug Williams was only paid $120,000 a year, the lowest salary for a starting quarterback in the league and less than the salary of 12 backups. After the 1982 season, Williams asked for a $600,000 contract, but the Tampa Bay Buccaneers owner, Hugh Culverhouse, refused to budge from his initial offer of $400,000. Feeling that Culverhouse was not paying him what a starter should earn, Williams said, you know what, I'm good, I'm going to sit out the 1983 season. And that year, the Bucs went 2-14. and 14. They would not even make the playoffs again until 1997, 14 years later. Meanwhile, in 1986, Doug Williams joined the Redskins. And as they say, you know the rest of the story. Now, black players, as we all know, are disproportionately overrepresented in the NFL. We know that just 14%, just under 14% of the U.S. population is black, and yet almost 70% of players are black, with now 34% of the quarterbacks being black, 11 as of 2022, with, of course, 32 NFL teams. Interestingly enough, though, all that being said, there's only three black coaches. Now, we're going to deal with that, but that's for another time. But this is why. This is the reason why black history must be instilled in all individuals, young, old, black, white, male, female. It's about having context and subtext when we cheer for our favorite teams. You know, sports enriches us and makes us all feel good, whether um, things are going great or, what, you know, whatever's going on in our lives. We can turn to sports to get solace and comfort and joy. And with 1.45 billion chicken wings to be consumed over the Super Bowl weekend, over 50 million Americans watching, and Super Bowl betting projected to hit a record $16 billion, there is a lot at stake. Just like the contributions African Americans have and continue to make to these United States. So enjoy Super Bowl. And enjoy black history in the making. And again. May the best brother win. I'm Kevin Ross. And this is the podcast. Powered by the Griots.